Welcome to Behind the Mic, a show that spotlights WBOI volunteer hosts in the programs they produce. On today's episode, host Julia Meek interviews now-retired WBNI host Stan Whippo, whose classical music show Matinee aired for over 20 years on 94.1 FM. Whippo retired in October 2018. This interview was recorded in May of 2017. Stan Whippo, welcome. Thank you. Now, you've been hosting those wonderful classical matinees here on Northeast Indiana Public Radio for over 20 years now. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I've enjoyed it very much. (laughs) As we have also. What made you decide to take your passion for classical music to the airwaves in the first place? Well, I read every Monday morning at the Radio Reading Center. And some years back, Paula Rice, who used to work here at the radio station, was there as a guest reader. And she suggested I come over here to WBNI and serve on the air. And I accepted the invitation. Then the rest, as we say, is history. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You do five four-hour shows a week. Right. Live, in fact. Live. That's a great addition to our lineup. So how do you go about planning and putting five four-hour shows a week together? Well, I do most of it at home in the evening, and uh, I try to play something not more than once every six months. I just have a blog of what I have played now over the years, and it's very simple to go back and say, well, here's something I haven't played in about six months. We'll play that. That is great for listener and DJ alike. One thing I think is great, besides a marvelous assortment of music, you add just the right amount of composer and performance background to the mix, and it's like we get to meet and feel comfortable with that person Mm -hmm. as well as the music. Is Mm -hmm. that a natural enhancement in your mind? Well, when I was going to college back in Pennsylvania, our first year, The first semester, we took appreciation of music, and the second semester, appreciation of fine arts. And so I learned a lot about music at that time, and I've made a notation of a lot of it, and it's just come back to me. I think I gained most of my knowledge during that semester at at college. And it sounds like a lot of your passion at that time, too. Yes. That's great. Do you have a favorite era or musical style within the classical repertoire? Not really. I love the music of Tchaikovsky and Rachmaninoff, so that would be back in the era that I I really enjoy. Some of the modern composers, they just don't appeal to me, but uh, I try to play some of their music every now and again to have a little bit of diversity on my program. And going live, does that give you a connection with your audience to be sitting right there playing the disc? Yes, I think it does. Does it ever make you nervous? No, as long as they can't see me, it doesn't make me nervous. (laughs) I know this is one of your major contributions to the community time-wise, but not the only one. You mentioned the uh, doing the radio reading, Mm -hmm. so tell us about that. I've been doing that now for many years in the various cities that I lived in. The point of the radio reading service, at least at the part that I play, we read the morning paper to people that are unable to get out and get about, basically those that are blind or crippled or in some way incapacitated. Mm -hmm. We have a special radio that the radio reading service gives the listeners, and they're on there almost 24 hours a day. 
It's a part of the, of the public library. That's a wonderful cause. Good for you for all that you do. Now, you came here from Pittsburgh, and your day job before you retired was? I was with the United States Steel for 46 years. And that took you to several other power locations? Yes, I was located mostly in uh, Pittsburgh, but for many years I was in Birmingham, Alabama, Louisville, Kentucky, and Cleveland, Ohio. So you were exposed to a lot of culture, a lot of, of yes, travel. Yes, very, very much so. And a wonderful life, it sounds like. Also a lot of public radio stations. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Did you already have a love and a use of public radio then? Yes, I did. I thought it did a lot of good. And so I was more than happy to volunteer to do whatever I was asked to do. That's great. And also, I would, since you've been in the business for a long time and been motivated for a long time, what do you think the biggest importance public radio has? To keep the public informed, keep the public entertained. Those, I think, are the two biggest things that we do. And do well, and yes, and you're a a contributor to that. Okay, Stan, you're mighty humble, as we all know, but the fact is, your fan base is... A big and appreciative one with members of all ages just waiting to hear that daily matinee that you're bringing forth. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel very wonderful. I like to know that I'm doing people a favor. And what is it about classical music that is so special to share? I think it can do a number of things. It can thrill you. It can pacify you. It can also calm your nerves if you're upset about something. I think it does a lot of things for people. I really do. Working for U.S. Steel. Mm -hmm. You had a power job. You were working with people. You were in the public scene doing public things. Have you always been comfortable with people and and sharing information with them? Is that a natural skill set that you have? I think so. I think so. My mother was a teacher, (laughs) and she liked to share a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) And must have taught you how to do that. That's right. That's right. In fact, I had quite a few school teachers in my family on my mother's side. And in fact, I went to college to study to be a school teacher. So I guess it's a natural thing to want to share things with people. And in fact, you kind of are realizing that dream by getting to share a four-hour block of music with many people, kind of like a New Age correspondence course then, and you would be the the professor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're all so glad you're still down in that classical groove, to be sure, and hope you stay right where you are. I am kind of curious. We know what we get from listening to one of your shows. What do you get from producing one? I get a feeling of satisfaction and contentment that I'm airing something that I think people will enjoy and give them peace of mind, that sort of thing. And you're glad you jumped into it with both feet all those years ago? Indeed I am. Indeed I am. This is great. I know family is important to you, and you have a lovely family right here in Fort Wayne. As far as you know, and as far as they say, what does your family think of their dad, their granddad, for being a classical music DJ? I think they're, and I say this very humbly, but I think they're mostly proud of me, and I'm glad that I'm doing it. And you're also quite an active member in the Trinity Trinity English English Lutheran Lutheran Church, Church, of which my daughter is one of the pastors. 
So do you have any inside influence on the music that happens there? None at all. <laughs> Bob Hobby is the <laughs> music director there, and Bob would not appreciate, I don't think, any input from me. Well, he's a fine director indeed. Oh, gosh, indeed. yes. He's just great. And I bet if he ever did come asking for some input, you'd be happy to give it to him. I would be happy to. <laughs> I would be honored to. Trinity English Lutheran Church is mm. one of the amazingly music-rich and one might say music-driven churches in the area. Taking part in all of that, does that kind of get your own creative juices flowing about what you might play or what you might want to listen to or what you might want to think about? Yes, it does. Bob makes sure that the music that they sing and play there is diversified. And uh, I've learned a lot over the years in listening to it. And it has inspired me to do certain things and explore certain fields of music. I've got to ask, as much as you know, and as many years as you have been studying it and enjoying it, and in fact sharing it on the airwaves, are you still learning new things about classical music and the composers and the whole area? Oh, yes. I don't think you can ever have a total knowledge of everything in the classical music genre. It's just so wide and so varied and comes from different areas of the world, which impact upon it. And it's interesting, very much so. When did it first suck you in? Well, when I was in high school. My dad came from a musical background, and uh, he was in opera to a degree. That sort of inspired me. What about opera? That's certainly within your world. Is opera high up on your list? Um, I must be honest and say no. I like orchestral music more than anything. Again, it's a lot more listener-friendly to the broad base of, right. of listeners, too. Right. So it sounds like once you did get to Fort Wayne, you did pretty much just get out there and doing the radio reading as well as your mm -hmm. classical mm -hmm. music show. Mm -hmm. And so you've been here for 21 years. How does Fort Wayne compare to the other cities that you've lived in? culturally and musically and just being able to do the things that you are so good at and like to do? You know, there's a lot of similarity between a lot of the cities. I think Pittsburgh and Cleveland are very much alike, mm -hmm. and uh, Louisville and Birmingham pretty much alike. So Fort Wayne is uh, sort of a mixture of all of them, really. You see, You see and feel so much here. Indiana is a wonderful state. I just think it's fine. I'm very proud to be called a transplanted Hoosier. <laughs> We're very proud to have you, for one. And thank you for that observation. You make some wonderful points there. So, Stan, before I let you go, with 21 years of broadcasting under your belt and just having hit that 90th birthday, congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. Did you ever imagine back in those early years, maybe back at U.S. Steel, that you'd be spinning those discs and still spinning those discs with the best of them here on public radio? I never even dreamed that I would be doing it. Never would I have thought of it. And I am so thrilled that it has happened and that I can be able to do it. I just look forward to each day. Stan Whippo is volunteer host of Northeast Indiana Public Radio's Afternoon Classical Music Matinee on 94.1 WBNI. Stan, thank you for joining us today, and here's to your wonderful world of classical music. Keep it coming. 
Thank you for the very nice things you ask. It's a very nice effort you to say that. Behind the Mic is hosted and produced by Julia Meek. You can find other Behind the Mic conversations at WBOI.org or wherever podcasts are found. And be sure to tune in to 89.1 FM for more NPR news and diverse music. Our music is by Mark Waldick. Thanks for listening.